0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Monday Night Live. Marshall's excited to say hello to everyone. I would like... Oh, bless. He's so cute, isn't he? Drop in the um, comments and let me know where you're tuning in from. I want to know who's live. We've got a pretty action-packed episode of Monday Night Live for you tonight. Marshall wants to get down. He's a bit shy of a spotlight, young Marshall. Now... I am very fortunate to have a few people in my network who I really enjoy hanging out with and Joris Questa, cool, I probably pronounced that wrong, I'm sure he's going to correct me in a minute, um, the Plateau Hacker was a, we've been friends for a long time, he was the MC of LinkedIn versus Instagram in Sydney, phenomenal speaker, got a lot, a lot. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot of energy. Um, he's got a fantastic reputation in his industry. Um, so without further ado, please give a warm Monday night. Welcome to my mate, Joris. Joris, welcome.
1: Hello, hello. How are you? Thank you for that. That Woo-hoo. was a- <laughs> <of> an intro. <laughs> well, Hi, everyone.
0: Joris, when you're in an elevator at the J.W. Marriott Sydney, and somebody says to you, "What? What do you do? What do you normally answer with?"
1: Oh, um, I'll just say, it. "Clients call me the Platter Hacker," <laughs> and usually they look back and they ask for more, which is, you know, the trick to it, basically. But yeah, no, I'll, I'll and then I'll just tell them I'm like I'm like a Formula One, like a pit stop, you know. You you come in, all the leaders come and see me, and I'll just look at them. Trim the fat, take the excess off and uh, look at the engine and make sure like wherever you are, I'll meet you here and I'll leave you there. So whether team or individual, I'll take people where they're at and I help them reach the next level.
0: Joris, can you give us a bit of detail on your background and how you ended up in this role?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um, How much background do you want?
0: A little, (laughs) a little bit more,
1: quite the fun, the (laughs) in-between?
0: You, you can okay. talk as long as you want as for whatever you, about whatever you like. The floor is okay, yours.
1: So I was, thank you. I was, um, you, might, you may hear, it's quite late into this. So you you may hear a slight accent. I was uh, born in the South of France and I moved um, quite young to Australia to further my studies. And then I just fell in love with the country. So obviously I stayed here, uh, started working in, you know, public relations and business management into a few large corporate and big organizations. And then I was um, really lucky enough to got a really cool gig into uh, an entrepreneurial based company where I was working with uh, one of the high profile in the country, Jack Delosa, and uh, worked on his brand, uh, worked on a few relaunch on his latest book, and uh, I had a few business of my own. So, you know, that seed started there uh, and way before and uh, all the time uh, sitting on uh, leadership teams, I was always saying that, you know, people want to do great things. But they always reached a bit of a plateau. So they had great ideas, a grand vision, but for whatever reason, uh, with the best intention that everyone has, it was never fully fulfilled. Or other individuals or boards could be a restriction to potential you could see. So, you know, I navigated my way through various roles and then uh, I got knocked uh, on the shoulder by a really cool startup and I was doing great things with China. And at the same time, uh, someone called me out of nowhere after a conference where I was simply a participant and said, uh, you've been recommended by uh, a friend of mine. Could you do this contract for me? And it's one of those days where you either go, you know, right or left. And it was a fork in the road and I already had my own business. And I thought, I don't want to consult, I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm happy where I'm at, you know, I'm enjoying this gig. And so a friend of mine, another entrepreneur said to me, look, if you're not true, and instead of saying no, just double the price you have in mind, and usually, you know, you'll scale people off. People off. So
0: either <laughs> two things,
1: either I really uh, wasn't valuing myself, you know.
0: Is, is that what they call the FOP? Have you heard of the FOP?
1: No, tell me, what is it?
0: The fuck off price.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the, this in my mind, this was the big AOP. p uh, obviously not because here I am now. Uh, so the funny bit is it was Friday night, I had a whole week of work and I working my A4P and I press send and I'm thinking, Oh, so cool, this is you know, off the list. And then you get the notification about seriously four, five minutes. And the first line is fantastic, when can you start? And I was thinking, are you kidding me uh and then the rest is history because I started the journey uh did that gig that um you know pushed onto a new gig, then I uh, joined a tribe of thought leaders and uh developed my IP and salary my thing, and then we met each other uh and yes. since then been you know working with uh really cool company individuals uh, conferences yeah. and and having fun
0: Joris, you have a like it's it's you know it's um I guess I'm a bit biased as I'm your friend, but this is this okay. is what I see, right, is a fact, is you have a fantastic reputation in the industry. That's what I, you know, I can tell that that, mm. that, that, is, that is true. And I'm curious from your perspective, what is it that you do differently?
1: All right. So uh, I'm me and I'm trying to be more of me and my core value, I stick by it. So whatever I say, I do. Uh, whatever I feel is right, I do. Whatever is not right or I feel is not right, I do fuck it. Sorry, I do speak up. <laughs> so I think probably over time, people really enjoy it. but I think most of uh, most of all is, um I put my heart into things. So when I was much younger, People were saying, "Oh my God, you're wearing your heart on your sleeve and that's not good. Um, and sometimes it can't be. but I think most of the time I, if I mean I mean you give me 100 percent, and clients just love that because for me, yes, we've agreed on you know um, an engagement on a price point, but for me it's more the outcome. What are, you know what does success look like to you, for you, what I'm here to do? and you know let's go for it, let's achieve that. So I think at the end of the day that's what gets everyone kicking
0: yeah i certainly found that with linkedin versus instagram if i remember correctly you were a late addition when we were like we had we had someone from perth we had someone from melbourne we're like who are we going to get for sydney and i was like oh i know this guy <laughs> and, and you did you brought 100 percent to it and of, of a few days notice and um it, it was it, it was outstanding yeah it was really outstanding um you, you, brought, you. it was all it was obvious you put a lot of preparation in um and um We'd love to have you involved in the next one. We've got some. We've got Ooh, some big plans. Big, really? big plans for Yay. next year.
1: <laughs> this is a deal. Yes, that's going to be fun. When is when is the next one coming in? Still the big. Well,
0: I don't know if I'm allowed to. What I'm allowed to say, but I've only okay. just got off the phone with with my um, arch nemesis, Brooke Volinovich, and we're looking nice. at s- some dates for next year. So
1: okay well that's exciting well i'll I'll be there you know early (laughs) early enough so i'm not you know i don't have anything on but i'll clear the schedule then and i'll come and play a hundred percent
0: yes um joris i want to shift gears just for a minute yes and talk about the events of 2020 um obviously it's been an unpredictable year it's affected people in all different kinds of ways um i'm curious you know, has it affected your business and how have you adapted to accommodate that impact? I'm just curious to hear your thoughts on on 2020 and, and also, you know, not not only just how it's impact, impacted your business, but also impacted the challenges that your clients might be facing.
1: Yeah, look, um again you know me being me if anyone out there uh, anyone watching if anyone says to you oh no 2020 hasn't impacted my business i will say bs biggest bs <laughs> uh because whether it's in one way or the other everyone has been impacted uh, to some extent so story is one of my uh client uh, teachers mutual bank is actually looking after the um essential services workers and so you know very timely we were doing uh, quite a big piece of work and on the tuesday i had a workshop at the H- hq on wednesday and on the uh, tuesday they called me at 2 p.m saying we're very sorry uh we have to cancel the tomorrow's um work on site can you shift to remote uh, and can we do it remote and i was already with you know uh, doing something else at the time i received the uh, the email and i'm thinking ah, you know what do we do so in terms of having to think quick on your feet, I had about you know a couple of hours to get sorted, which we did, and thanks to you know Zoom and a lot of technology. But it was the the, the early premises of what we could do. So that was the first haha moment about okay, lucky enough, I know the entire team, but we have to shift and move online no matter what because it's already an existing client. You can't say oh I'll see you after whatever that is that's coming our way. So that was the first the first impact. And but if we if you go through throughout. Basically, for all my clients, it was about, you know, working from home. What did that look like? Um, resilience was a big piece of work where people failed to be demoralized, not knowing what the future would look like and not knowing how long they would be home. So at first, everyone was excited. Everyone saw it like an opportunity to either slack off or work in their PJ or uh, doing doing brunch or lunch with friends. But I think when the reality settled in, a lot of people were, you know, uh, find it quite hard. And for me, for the business, as you asked, it was it was like a tornado. Uh, suddenly all the conferences gone canceled. Because at first, even if now some of them are coming back online, like we were speaking before, um, the first reaction of everyone was we pulling off all the events for the next 90 days. So the schedule from a business perspective got wiped out of all the face-to-face engagement and then retain all the existing clients. And then it was, what do we do there? So I looked at the business and, I've launched an online platform uh, with a few calls that I have for organizations, but for individuals. Um, And that's been really, really well received. And I think it's about, as you were saying, you know, uh, what is your reputation? How engaging can you be? Um, What do you believe in? What what should the online look like for you? What does your service should look like? Um, And who is the target you best serve? And who are those people and how can you best serve them? So all those were the questions you know going in my mind at you know one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock and thinking, ah, how does this work and where can I get help? And then you try to order you know new big screens and new light and there's nothing in the mm-hmm. country. Yeah, I yeah. mean I literally find, <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> it was for you, but I, I literally at the beginning found myself going to even Office works and there was a a poor pallet left in the middle with some very small I think I don't know it was um 12 inch screen, like really, really tiny. Uh, for what I wanted to do. And I was like, what do we do? And it said, oh, go to other stores and all the others were like, we don't have anything, we're waiting. So um, I think crazy time, crazy time. Yeah,
0: really. absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't watch the news. Um, you know, I, I've tuned in a couple times in the last six months, but um, so, you know, I heard about this COVID thing and I was like, oh, I'm pretty healthy, I should be all right. Um, and then I had a housewarming in my new apartment and all my mm. family's coming over. And then the, the day of the housewarming, I get a call from my grandparents. Sorry, we can't come because of the coronavirus. We, you know, I'm like, mm. okay, you know, they're elderly. Yeah. And my mum yeah. cancels. Then my, and my sister cancels. who's just had a newborn baby. Doesn't yeah. want the baby, baby, you know, and, and so no, one was going to my housewarming and then I, then I turned on the news and it just hit me all at once. I was like, ah, what was happening? Um, yeah. And and then I, I, it was like, you talk about midnight, 1 a.m. It was one of those nights where I was like on my own. I should have been doing a housewarming and I was like, what's, what, what am I going to do with this coronavirus thing? And I come across Dr. John D. Martini on Facebook yeah. and he's got this video and he says, he says, get a sheet of paper and he says, right at the top, how is what's happening at the moment, positively impacting me specifically and i'm like oh you know i can read read these books i'll be wanting to read i can get fit i could do this and do that um how much do you do uh, all of it
1: yeah
0: absolutely absolutely oh, yeah? yeah yeah um i won't get my rig out but um <laughs> 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 no but i I've built an online e-commerce store um i've you know i've been going to the gym almost every day i bought a dog
1: yeah, Marshy, where is he?
0: He's he's running around, probably Good. chewing stuff. But um all this stuff comes from from COVID. So yeah. you know, obviously a tragic situation, but focusing my energy on where I can make the best from it. My e-commerce store should be ready in a month or so. Nathanielbibby.com, it'll have all virtual products, virtual events, um nice. which which you know never would have done. Um, before, let's let's give a shout out to some of these guys that are tuning in. Just want to yes. give these guys some love. Amelia in Perth, welcome. And we got Hi, Amber in Cape Town.
1: Ooh, Cape Town, hello.
0: Oh, royalty, caddy Princess Sliman from Broadbeach, Gold Coast, tuning in on LinkedIn. We got somebody here from Pakistan. Welcome, Shahid Aziz, and. Janine, Janine Milner, I love working Janine online Milner. and working anywhere. The Emoji Queen. Uh, we got Amber again, the, who's a fan of the FOP. <laughs> yes, that's a new one. <laughs> I hope I hope I hope I, never, I, hope I never, haven't got any um, near clients that got the FOP tuning in tonight. But <laughs> no, no, it's fine.
1: And, and Lorraine saying, uh,
0: "What is she?" Lorraine, nice seating, guys. Uh, <laughs> Great sharing. <laughs> I, I I think that you know she's talking about the conversation, not my CD mustache, so that's good. Um, yes. Amber, we will definitely keep you informed um, as soon as I have more information. We'll um, announce it. My gorgeous mother, always my number one fan. Thank Hello, so Michelle. Nice to meet in. you. <laughs> and Palace here, loving the energy here today. Well, I knew yes. I knew that I knew that um, Joris would bring the the energy. Great shares on benefits from co- Kate chaos yeah yeah no, okay that's
1: the plenty i've just so, looked
0: over my over the camera and marshall's doing a pee on my wooden floor that, on you mate oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a talk about that after monday night live buddy
1: Well, you see, you can, you, i mean you know for his 18th birthday you can tell him you know you're very famous you're naughty all the details got shared with the world
0: i almost turned the camera around but i thought i'll save him the embarrassment
1: no no don't <laughs> <laughs> Save us all, please. No, no.
0: <laughs> So Joris, we've talked about the impact this year's had. Yeah. Um what what are you um what are your plans for next year? What are you excited about at the moment?
1: Oh well there's there's plenty. So I usually like to do one big project per year. So this year I started writing but I stopped and then I set up the whole on uh Platter Hacker uh, online academy. So that's tick that's done, uh, but it's, um, yeah, so people reach out and and I do that. It's not live to the world so to say yet. Then the next big project is actually a a book. So I don't know if I should say that now because I'm sure people would say, you did say it on uh, (laughs) Monday Night Live. Where's the book? So uh, (laughs) as a follow-up from, you know, all the course and all that, it's it's a book on on helping leaders and individuals, you know, going from where they are to the next level. So it's really for anyone that feels, stuck isolated with no real way forward and that can happen for various reasons so it's really about going through the steps of identifying where you're at uh, whether professionally or personally or if you're you're an entrepreneur in your own business and try to dust off your own internal compass just because i do do really feel that nowadays and you mentioned you know rightfully so uh, about the news Uh, if you listen to the news if you listen to everyone around there is a lot of noise and the noise is actually just, you know, all that dust that comes in and settle like a, on old furniture. Not that we are old furnitures, but uh, I think we, we're the byproducts or the product of our environment. And we have to be really, really extremely conscious about um, what we take on and in. And that has a clear impact, which I've seen for years now with leaders and entrepreneurs about the way they move forward, about the, about the way they feel paralyzed about the way they want to wait and see. So Covid was a perfect example. Some people just, you know, charge forward. Some people just waited for 30 days, 60 days. Some people got lost and desperate thinking that's it. It's the end. There's nothing I can do. And some had some silver lining. So uh, the book Mm. is a big piece for next year. So we'll see.
0: And are you planning to self-publish?
1: It's quite an interesting question, actually. Uh, So yes and no. Uh, and there's some pro and some cons to that. So self published could be, I mean, it's easy. You can do it relatively quickly and it's you know not that costly. I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so I might go the, the published way. But the, the long term release scenario and the, the main reason why I will go um, with a publishing house is for the US market. So uh, part of the expansion is to do way more and more work with the US and New York and Chicago. and. Uh, And in the U.S., it's highly regarded for someone that um, gets signed with the house because uh, a lot of people can self-publish. So we'll see if it's just for here and now and do a small version and get it out and added value for the market. um, I'll do it on my own uh, because the, you know, con of the self-published, it's, you know, eight to 12 months work because um, it takes time to, to go through all the hoops. So we'll see.
0: It's interesting that you say you're a perfectionist. I have quite a few guests bring that up. Um, entrepreneurs who are perfectionists and it's something they normally have this like love-hate relationship with. <laughs> Do you find that like, it that's true to, for you or?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've got a, well, I mean, no longer <laughs> than last week. So I, I have, mind a, a, so I usually pick a word for a quarter or a six, six months, half a year or a whole year. And that word okay. that really tr- you know treasure and cherish, and the idea is about what is the focus. So it could be about being visible. It could be about building. So whatever the word that resonates, or oh, it could be a sentence. And I'll share with you uh, about two weeks ago. I had enough of doing checking rechecking and i was working on a linkedin mini series which i talked to you about and it was about the launch and everything was ready everything was ready but i was thinking oh shall i wait after christmas is it ready enough what about the writing what about this what about that and i had a moment where i said well you know uh effort let's do it because I w- waited enough, and I, it's written, you know, really big in my office. And effort, let's do it. And every time I second guess myself and think, oh, should I do this? Should I do that?" I just use that, and hence I've launched the LinkedIn mini series on. I've started doing more things. You've called me for Monday Night Live. I would have been like, "Oh, I don't know if I'm ready. Maybe in a month. I've got things going on. I don't know." Like, you know what? I've got a busy day. I've got other things. But effort, let's do it. So, <laughs> natch nat- <laughs> is on. So that's my new my new motto. But uh, love and hate.
0: Definitely. Yeah, Joris Joris um, asked me last week. He said, um, he said, well, what are he said What are sort of things that people going to be interested in on Monday Like Live? I said, oh, you know, just bring bring a lot of energy. He Goes, oh, there'll be plenty of that. Don't worry about that.
1: <laughs> Definitely.
0: Um, so Welcome, Michael. Michael Flavelle's just tuned in. Hello, Michael. Lorraine. Oh, big questions coming out. Would you say perfectionism is around fear of failing? <laughs> okay, so um,
1: yeah, I mean, you, for some people it might be, but uh, everyone's different. And for myself, I think it's it's it goes way deeper than that. But it's also around it, it's love and hate relationship with what could happen next to that fear. So what about if suddenly you know everything goes really, really, really well, and would I be would I have enough time? And and it's also about you know, um, is it ready for me to claim? So not a failure, but the, a little bit of, you know, the light and how could other could perceive it or, um, but I think we, we play with it more and more as we grow in our career. But at the very beginning, Lorraine, um, yeah, a hundred percent at the very beginning. Of course, you're always like, what would happen? Uh, and yeah, I have, and my first massive engagement was the biggest failure in some respect that you could ever. <laughs> ever think about uh but i put through and i'm here and it's really it's really interesting the concept of your failure
0: yeah yeah uh, when, when you start a business you want everything to be perfect and you soon learn that that's not realistic um but you know i just i think being aware and just having attention to detail so you don't make the same mistake twice just leads to a good operator um i think um yeah you got to have that balance but but competence builds confidence right you, i don't know if you I yeah don't know where hundred- that saying came from but like yeah. the more you the more mistakes you make the more comfortable you are in the uncertainty and yeah. i was some
1: people are really good at keep making the same mistakes i mean i work with leaders and <laughs> video entrepreneurs and they just you know it's just, it's the the story you know the 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 energy of life presenting themselves with same situation disguised in uh, you know different ways but they make the same mistakes but but i think again it's about um, for everyone that has something whether it's a product or a service or or an attitude or way of being is that who are you to rob others from the very unique gift you have? And that's Mm. what I tell everyone.
0: Mm.
1: You, You are no one to decide that no one else, uh, you know, could have access to who you are. So go for it.
0: Um, Joris, why are you passionate about what you do? How would you answer that question?
1: Well, I've um, I think working in corporate for a fair bit of time and seeing how people become individuals, how affected they can be around others by either a brand that goes nowhere and it has no clear no style guideline, but more so by bad leaders and bad leadership. Uh, I think that really, really touched me deeply because, um, you know, life isn't easy and we have good days and bad days. And and so people are more prone to be, you know, more demotivated than others. And I think I've seen too many times, very young leaders starting that have actually literally got the grass cut under their feet and the impact uh, on those individuals was huge. So I've always had that concept about bettering, lifting, but I was focusing on businesses before working in business, doing that in the leadership team. And at times, I was an, an amazing leader. There's been time where I often say, you know, do you do you know the movie, The Devil Wears Prada? Have you seen that movie? Yes. Yes? I,
0: yes. yep. We're, we'll ask a few
1: people in the chat if anyone's seen The Devil Wears Prada. Uh, so they can answer, we'll see. And, uh, and also, you know, um, which one of the, you know, character or, or actors was actually, you know, um, not the nicest, so to speak, and to some extent, at times uh, when I was much younger uh, in a different life, um, I was Meryl Streep. I was the guy saying, "Thank you for coming." Where you know, Why is this not done? Or, I mean, I, I was I wasn't really the nicest of all at times, just because I was trying to please and take too much on. And what's interesting is then when I developed and 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 moved, you know, further away from who I was before and. I forgot about, you know, again, I, when I was saying all the dust, the environment, you know, the the and and performing and uh, always being go, go, go in the rat race. I realized that, well, you could achieve as much uh, but being who I was even more. And that's mm. when I started to have that energy, that light. Uh, and it was a very different way to approach leadership. And it was a very different way to approach human beings. And I thought that if I could do some work and share my learnings and get better, um, that's how where everything unraveled. and. I think two 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 and a half years ago, I even got into Stanford University and um, just to do, you know, a postgrad in that sense about, you know, how do you foster entrepreneurship and, and great leadership into medium to large scale businesses? Because it's often easier in a very small structure, but how do you do that in a big one? So um, and then I decided to jump in, as you say, you know, remember the FOP? It was <laughs> that fell <laughs> flat and, uh, and, and yeah. Yeah, that was the beginning, the beginning of all.
0: And what makes a good leader, do you think?
1: Um, look, most importantly, leaders need to go first. And I think we forget that. Um, it's about going first, but it's about putting, you know, people first as well. And in current times, I think a lot of leaders are a bit lost because I remember a lot of my, uh, you know, mentees, you had zero choice about COVID-19. Any yeah. any leaders I work with or any team that says, oh, we killed 2020, and I say, well, or we killed working at home. And I say, well, it wasn't a choice. The real test is coming up. So all the leaders now are actually at home or you know, moving out of home and coming back into the workplace. And and now is the time for leaders, for entrepreneurs, for you know, human beings to decide how do I want to walk into twenty twenty one? What would I've learned from twenty twenty? What do I want to do differently? And then I'll be saying, Okay, now show me the leader you're becoming. Show the past to others. That that's what I believe is, is a great leader. Obviously there's capabilities, but you wouldn't be a leader, or you wouldn't be hard if you didn't have the capabilities. Uh, you know EQ, IQ, all that now. unfortunately uh, it's part and parcel. It's part of what you need to have in your toolbox in order to be a leader. but really you know um, showing the way leading you know inspiring your team, mobilizing people, but also believing and nurturing the ground for all that next generation and level of leadership to rise up uh, and
0: learn along the way. Yeah, I guess that's where leading from by example comes from. You've got to go first Def- in the first place, haven't you? Yeah. Definitely. Oh, well, we're getting to the half an hour mark, Doris. If there was a question that, that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you, what would that be?
1: Oh, <laughs> I don't know, but what, what would you... Let, let's ask, you, is anyone having a, 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 a question? Lorraine, love that digging with leading yourself first, yes. Uh, well, the question would be about, you know, uh, what would you do when you go to bed or when you wake up?
0: Tell us. <laughs> I love it. I didn't have the balls to ask it. I've been thinking I know, about it all night. Like, <laughs> I, think it, it, I
1: think it's always about looking, um, and I, I'm only asking that because I shared that with mm. my grandma and she actually called me the other day. She had a very tough time and she said, I remember what you told me. Uh, Always have positive thoughts. Be grateful and think of the really positive thing that happened on that day. And she said, and then I have a beautiful night. And when I wake up, I wake up with a good feeling. Uh, So I said, you know, um, wherever you are in the world, whether, you know, you had a good day or a bad day or I hope we, you know, helped you having a a good evening or a morning, uh, uh, but make sure that you always go to bed thinking, you know what? Amongst all this madness, there's one thing I can be grateful and really happy for, and with, and something I can bring on
0: into tomorrow. That's awesome, fantastic! So your, your grandma is one of your one of your clients, by sounds of things. Well, it's, it's, you know she lives
1: on the other side of the world. She isn't, but um, we have uh, developed a really fun uh, you know relationship, and it's quite. Um, I got really shocked when she told me that. Will um, she will she be, yeah, will she be she... tuning in to the replay? Well, I've actually, I've actually sent the link to a couple of the family members. So she probably will be uh, having a sneak peek, not understanding anything, but she'll be looking at the image and probably being, uh, being very, very, uh, very happy about that.
0: But, uh, no, well, no, sh- it, shout it, out it, to Joris' grandma. It, yeah. yeah. If you're so watching. <laughs> <Merci>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and anyone, actually, um, Nat, if anyone is interested, uh, if you go onto the website, um, yep. joyce.com Jorisquesta.com. Uh, actually there Questa. is a test for leaders there a leadership test a quiz uh, to find out your famous leadership so uh, wherever you are do it and there uh, a few information there which are cool
0: yeah and don't forget to follow Joris Questa on LinkedIn and Instagram <clears throat> is the Instagram handle just your name Joris yes the name With I think there's
1: a underscore in between Joris and Questa, but um, Nathaniel and I are friends on LinkedIn so if you guys are friends you can reach out as some question Say hi if you see me virtually or in the street. I don't buy it. I keep smiling most of the time.
0: Oh, I, I've, I've got to hold you a couple more minutes, Joris. My mum's asked a question and she'll give me a hard time if I don't ask it.
1: <laughs> oh, good, Michelle. okay, my, my first failure. Um, cool, I'll, okay, I'll share one which is probably of interest with people in the chat. So first failure in this um, world, so to say, of, you know, uh, being a consultant and a thought leader, I was hired for quite a large conference. And I came in uh, just thinking of how much I could bring in. And because I'm a perfectionist, like Nat was saying, I came in really red hot and I triggered probably a third of the room and the wrong third of the room. Uh, so that was a fail. I triggered all the exec team, all the C-suites. And what I learned from that is you can be yourself, but always know whoever you're meeting and only be two or three steps ahead. Because it's for people to learn and to come on the journey, they have to see the path and follow you. But if you're too far ahead in advance, uh, you break relationship, you break friendship. So I think what I've learned most into, uh, you know, setting expectation of what you want out of life or friendship or work, Uh, Don't give you 100% because not everyone is ready to get your 100%. Um, Hmm. That's it.
0: It makes sense.
1: And what's a plateau hacker in your own words? Uh, For me, it's really, you know, how how can you hack any plateau, any roadblock, any, you know, um, obstacle you just uh, found on your way in your life, whether it's professional or personal?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good answer. Love it. Thanks so much for joining us, Joris. For everybody watching, um, let us know what you thought in the comments. I'm sure Joris will be monitoring the chats on LinkedIn and YouTube, so he'll be able to respond to any of your questions. Kick some ass this week, ladies and gentlemen. It's another week, another opportunity. Have a great week in business. That's all from us. Thank you, everyone.
1: Have a great book.